just a slight tent or no like, no i was like major green. green you're like almost predator vision here there. i'm gonna send you a photo <laughs> don't do anything uh, oh wait oh it's back wait 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 okay we got it <laughs> Todd, you are being stalked by the predator. Cover yourself in mud. No. Don't move. <laughs> if you hear a clicking sound, run. <laughs> oh, geez. Welcome to Getting Off Topic Podcast, everybody. Uh, it is Sunday night, and um, I guess this is now week three of continuous podcasting between the Star Trek episode and our regular episodes. I think this is where we are now it's going a brave to. New world. Brave New World, yes. Uh, uh, but I had to start hitting Soma's record. all around. <laughs> Soma's, oh my God. Uh, I had to hit record because the story was getting good here. I've been explaining to uh, Todd and Byron that I had a lovely incident where I passed out uh, for no apparent fucking reason uh, getting up to you know, go pee at like 4 a.m. last Monday. Uh, you know, went, had my pee, washed my hands, and on the way back to the bedroom, uh, just started to get that uh, <clears throat> passy outy feeling out of nowhere, where your whole body gets cold, and you get the like, oh, I that feels something like is I, wrong. Something is wrong. Yeah, full body alert, red alert. Something is wrong. And <laughs> uh, you know, shields up. But uh, I had no time to react because as soon as I felt the feeling and it registered in my head, that's not the good feeling. Boom, lights out. Uh, Meg immediately feels it like an earthquake because a hundred. I may be petite, but still about 135 he still pounds. Still falls like a tree. <laughs> Fell like a tree. <laughs> right onto the bathroom tile with the back of my head. Uh, if a so Tony get... falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Does Tony make a sound? Yeah. Uh, so she gets up immediately, comes out of the bedroom. Uh, she realizes I'm not in bed. Like, oh yeah, he went up to go pee. Gets up, opens the door, <laughs> expecting to say, "Hey, Tony, did you feel that? Like maybe it was an earthquake or something?" And sees me lying and he on is the ground. The I am. I am the earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> I am the one who quakes. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm completely alert. You know, no concussion symptoms, no memory loss or anything. I mean, I mean, I've, I'm always pretty absent-minded, but no more than usual. Um, but I'm there. I'm alert. I'm like, oh, what the, what the, like, what the hell? What the fuck? Why am I on the ground? Like, I was up there and then blink and now I'm down here. Like, oh, damn. And I'm starting to feel the throbbing back here. Meg notices it's still dark. So, and the lights are out and she notices. I'm guessing that's what it must have felt like to get snapped. <laughs> ah yes <laughs> must have uh oh my god i mean i would be totally chill if like i woke up and it was cumberbatch up there like waking me up like i, I that, that would make we're it in the end game now that, that would make it worth it i'd be okay with that uh, <laughs> but no uh meg's there and she's like what happened i'm like Fucking, i don't know like I, I i guess i just passed out i like dropped and uh and then she notices like a uh, some sort of darkness on the tile as I'm like slowly getting up from it and flips on the bathroom light and boom, big old puddle of blood there. So uh, we're like, oh shit, that's not good. Is that and is that a puddle of mud cover band? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
as soon as I said puddle of blood, I heard puddle of mud in my head and I was going to try to come up with something witty, but I just, I don't have the, I mean, puddle of blood wasn't or puddle of mud cover band wasn't particularly witty either. So yeah, sure. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we got to go to the ER, like, like make sure there's no concussion, whatever we go. Uh, thankfully it's free and clear because it's like 4am. Nobody's there. Get in. Uh, everybody, the attendees uh, are super helpful. You know, they help clean up the wound and check everything. Check the EKG is good. There's no emergency <clears throat> there. Blood pressure is okay now. Check the blood test. No, no depleted blood sugar. No, nothing. You know, everything's good. They don't know why the hell I passed out. Um, you know, but I'll I'll have to follow up with a, a my you know, regular primary care doctor anyway. Oh, uh, CT scan lady, super nice. And I learned like shockingly, like she can tell immediately like, oh, okay. Like as soon as I was done, as soon as she popped me out of the machine, she's like, okay, you're good. I'm like, what? I'm like, she's like, she's like, yeah, I saw the scan. Like she popped you out of the machine, like a tray of creepy, creepy crawlers. Yes. <laughs> creepy crawlers. Um, or some like dinosaur shaped uh, chicken nuggets or something. Um <laughs> uh anyway yeah so no concussion no internal bleeding nothing like everything is fine they don't know why i passed out uh they just know that there's no emergent situation on all fronts so which is hey, you should definitely shake off all of your clothes to see if you have any uh dried up um radioactive spiders clinging to your clothes <laughs> that would be a wise decision yes. is that i mean that would probably explain it probably also if you, you start shooting um like webbing come out of your hands then uh, that also would probably be a sign yeah yeah i have to explain it back honestly this never happens <laughs> <laughs> just, just all across the fucking living room um, uh so you... all of them oh go ahead. go ahead go ahead no no so all of them are very we're catching up now i had to you know redo this for the podcast audience so uh, all of the attendees, the, the nurses or whatever, and the CT lady, they're all nice and friendly and they clean me up and, you know, talk me through it and what's going on and what they're doing. Uh, then comes dealing with the wound. Um, they tell me, oh, it looks like we're going to need staples back there. I've never been, uh, the kid who got injured, got injured, uh, as a child. Like I, I never even had stitches. Like I, I mean, I had, I got, you know, bloodied up knees from plane tag and falling on the asphalt and whatever, but never a broken bone, never stitches, nothing. And now I'm going to get four staples on the back of my head. So uh, maybe I'm so groggy. Like I don't really care or I don't have the wherewithal to be neurotic about it. I'm just like, you know, whatever. I'm glad there's no concussion back there. That's what I was scared of, you know? So I'm, I'm good. Like do whatever you need to do, patch me up. And, um, uh, the nurses who have been super friendly, you know, they're cool. And they say, oh, yeah, we're going to do that and whatever. Uh, the doctor, the ER doctor has no bedside manner whatsoever. He comes in, like, doesn't even say a word. He just, like, starts gloving up. They hand him the uh, the medical staple gun thing. Just basically all it is. It's a fucking staple gun. And uh, he just starts going to town. No no uh, anesthetic, no, like like, local numbing shot or anything. He just like kind of like tilts my head forward and starts going to town. And when I say going to town, I just start feeling the, the best way I can describe the feeling is like I imagined 
Meg with a sewing needle and just very slowly going horizontally through my skin. And, uh, <laughs> and all I could do was like absolutely uncontrollably going, fuck, for the whole <laughs> ER to hear. Um, I'm sure they're used to it, but you know, it was just like, that was number one. Like, oh, and then, you know, the guy gets another one, clicks another one in place. And like two seconds later, number two. And that's like completely uncontrolled. I wasn't trying to be funny or anything. It was just an uncontrollable visceral reaction. All I could do was scream the word fuck as loud as humanly possible. Well, our heads are, you know, like (laughs) your head is not something that usually you like a pain happening to. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) Uh, you know, we have like <clears throat> immediate, like natural responses to that type of like pain in, you know, around the noggin. Yeah. They actually have done studies that show that when you curse, when it's ex- uh, experiencing pain, it helps actually ease that pain. Makes sense. Or you can withstand the pain a lot easier if you're cursing or something like that. I don't remember how it went. You know what the funny thing is? I had a moment where I realized, I remember the last time that Does happened. Does that work for like soul pain too? Because <laughs> I really should be cursing up a cursing up a storm. Yeah. That's yeah. when you just grab a pillow, smash it onto your face and just scream your loudest. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Work for, you know, breakups for, uh, bankruptcy <laughs> so those, uh, those um, fun moments in life <laughs> yeah uh so gamestop had a tax season sale today <laughs> <laughs> what did you do nice, nice transition there byron <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, let's be let's be real. Taxes going feel like a staple in your head sometimes. Well, and going okay. to GameStop is a head wound inducing <laughs> event. So, <laughs> the thing about GameStop is that they they occasionally have these like really really good deals on pre owned games, and Switch games are so stupidly expensive, and they always are, and they never go down in value really That's because they're Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, thir- <clears throat> even like. Even third-party games on Switch keep their value dramatically more than on other platforms. And so, like, there's... I've been meaning to fill up my collection with certain certain titles for a while now, and there's been a a few that I've been looking at because, I mean, one one of the things that we know about the Switch is that the, the, the storage situation is not great. Like, games take up a lot of space, and you have to have an SD card to put them on, or else you can't do. But, like... The SD cards fill up very quickly. So yeah, that's part I have of the a, reason. I have like a 500 gig SD card and it's like already filled. Yeah, exactly. I have a, I think 256 and that is, it's always at max. So that's why I buy, I've switched to buying physical games recently is because I have one of those, like I have um, uh, the Skull & Co case, which is, it's a grip case. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing. I love it. It is by far the best purchase third-party accessory that I bought for the Switch. But it came with a case specifically that fits this, uh, you know, grip. Because, you know, the grip isn't going to fit into most other cases. But it also has a slot for 12 games in it. Maybe even more. I think it, I think it's like 16, actually. So I can keep a lot of games with me at all times. Awesome. Uh, so I pretty much just 
<coughs> always have the games that I want to play with me at all times. So I, I'm not really worried about like because usually with handhelds, if you don't have the games with you, why even have a physical physical copy? You know, like <laughs> if you don't have the game available to you, it's pointless. You know, so I have a lot of storage for games. So having the games with me is uh, uh, physical games uh, is not a big deal. So I, I've been looking at Resident Evil Origins Collection, Bioshock the Collection, uh, which is, you know, all three of the games. Nice. Um, and then there are a couple others like Owlboy and a couple others uh, that I've been looking for a, for a while. Oh, Nino, Nino Cooney, um, the, uh, the game between the Studio Ghibli and uh, Square Enix. Yeah, we have that. Yeah, we um, have that. Uh, and all those games are big games. Like if you tried to, if you downloaded them, they'd be over like three or four gigs. Um, and I've heard about this tax sale and I was like, oh shit, this is, this is a really, really good sale. Cause, uh, this sale is up to five games. You get an additional 10% off per game that you get. So it was actually cheaper to get five games than four games, that type of thing. Um, so I was like, oh man, this is perfect. I can get Bioshock. I can get blah, blah, blah. I can get the thing. Uh, Resident Evil, and then when I went to go get them, Bioshock is sold out. Resident uh, Evil Origins Collection is sold out, and I'm like, God. <laughs> and I just woke up. I literally just woke up. Like it's like 10:30 because I'm a piece of shit layabout. Um, <laughs> Sorry, right, and I every day, Byron. So, mm -hmm. well, you know, it's uh i haven't worked in over a year yeah, so exactly this is just my lifestyle now is that uh, i don't participate in, in the economy and i only suck resources up um, hey, man. hey i worked my ass off <laughs> for the explicit reason to retire 20 years earlier than regular schedule that they tell us it's so i i work my ass off and get up early only because i want to join you for the long run and yeah, never exactly. set an alarm ever fucking again. <laughs> um, and it, it was at this moment, cause like I've been specifically waiting to not buy Resident Evil and the Bioshock collection until they, there was one of these like really good physical GameStop deals. Cause I know that you can get ridiculous like discounts. And I was so angry that I just let out this like visceral, like God, Damn it! <laughs> uh, moment. I ended up like figuring out some other titles to get instead. Like uh, I picked up um, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, nice. and um, I don't know something else stupid. Oh, Assassin's Creed 3 because I don't know. I actually really liked that one. Um, anyway, so I ended up getting the a bunch of games that I wanted for a really good price. But not the two that I was holding out for the entire time, and uh, yeah, Bioshock's it, a good one. It was just like one of those like moments of like I, I I have very little control over my life right now. So this one thing that I was that like really thing. just like yeah. just like put me over the edge a little bit in a way that it was like a little uncomfortable. Yeah, for my soul. It's a, it's that moment when just that that one little piece of cake or something that you bought because you were feeling low already you had a shit day at work like everything that and then it just really... plops right on the ground exactly yeah <laughs> i'm gonna burn the building down i didn't it didn't get my cake yeah i i felt very um uh, very uh um falling down yes <laughs> but like not yelling at like black 
kids behind the counter that can't that don't have any control over their lives either yeah um you know the funny thing i did have a moment where i realized the last time that that happened to me where i like had no control it just it was a visceral reaction that fuck was when meg and i went on the guardians tower ride oh yeah <laughs> that was a mistake oh man that was a horrible mistake that is not a thing us. that 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 is not a throw you don't meg like drop rides enjoy. no oh no. man i, I discovered rides. that yeah i remembered i had a vague memory of when i was a kid like maybe pre especially or something. tower I mean, terror man tower terror is great because I had been there before. I vaguely remembered teenage years uh, doing the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror thing. And I thought I had fun. I remembered it being scary, but fun. So that was a lot. Did you go with Music Machine? Were you in Music Machine? Oh, the East Lake Show Choir thing? Yeah. No, no, no. Not at all. No, I think I thought, you, was, I thought you might have been. No, I think this was a family like I might have been 14 or something. Anyway, so that's the only time I ever went, but I had this vague memory of it. Like, oh, yeah, it'll be scary fun, but it'll be fun. We get on there. Nah, man, we were not having it. Like, <laughs> adult us, something like it triggered something visceral. That first drop even, like Meg was not having it. I was like, get it. me off this After the ride first drop, she's right like, now. not fun. Get me the fuck off here right now. And then Funny I was sort of like, I've actually written... like, we're good. We're good. Like, don't worry, we'll get through it. But then by the second drop, I was like, fuck. <laughs> funny story i've actually ridden uh tower of terror the one in anaheim before it became guardians of the galaxy uh completely with the lights off at night oh shit oh damn so uh it i i used to work at disneyland when i was like 19 during the um uh, 50th anniversary and uh <clears throat> for cast member appreciation night they'll open up um one of the parks usually it's uh California Adventure because nobody gives a shit about California Adventure <laughs> or at least they didn't in 2006 um, and uh, they'll let you ride the rides after dark which is usually you're not supposed to they close the park early um, and at the end of the night the last like four or five runs of Tower of Terror they turn off all of the um, show electronics mm -hmm. and so it's just the main uh elevator and because you don't have any of the show <laughs> triggers to show you the the story elements of the ride you don't have any context for what's happening mm -hmm. so <clears throat> you have no idea when you're going to drop at all it's completely like there's because usually wow. you know especially cast members have ridden those rides so many times like you know exactly when it's going to happen also they uh with tower of terror and guardians of the galaxy breakout um, they randomize the drop uh, mm. time. So it's not always the same. Sometimes it's like three seconds, sometimes it's five, et cetera. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had been on Tower of Terror several times before Guardians. So that's what I was expecting. Um, and even with Tower of Terror, it's one of those things where I get all pumped to go on it because my friends really want to go on it. And then I go on it and I remember why I dislike that ride. You guys are you guys are pretty close to Disneyland, aren't you? Oh yeah, we can hear oh, yeah. the fireworks sometimes. Because you get are you guys are off of, of, of are you guys off of ball? We're off of beach. Oh, okay. uh, beach Boulevard and the 22. Uh all we have to do is take But ball isn't very far. <clears throat> no, we have friends that live on ball. Ball is literally just a few blocks up, and then we yeah, just, that's, what, that's what it that's what it and then we just hang a right and they uh, just announced 15 minutes a on surface soft opening there. for Disneyland, didn't they? 
for they're doing some California adventure package. Yeah. Like, None like, of the rides are open, but you can come in and eat our food for $75. Seriously. <laughs> like what? That is such a fucking Disney thing to do. Oh my interact God. with any of the characters. Uh, so when I worked at Disneyland, I didn't actually work for Disney. I worked for a, a third party contractor who operated within the park, but because I was uh, working for a company that operated in the park, I still had to wear cast member um, costume. I still had to go through like, I didn't have to go through the like three week um, <laughs> brainwashing. I only had to do like a three day brainwashing. Um, <laughs> and that was room. a very, very, very weird part of my life. That, <laughs> But uh, it was fun. I hated Disney at the time, but uh, it sort of gave me an appreciation for what they do. Um, yeah, I, I sort of I haven't been to. Have you guys been to? Um, uh, Bat. Batu. Oh, the journey uh, journey to Batu. The Star yeah, Wars. Have you guys been to Star Wars Land? Star Wars Land. No, no. We we had annual passes and we let them lapse just because we weren't going often enough. And then once that opened, it was pretty difficult to actually get a spot to go to, you know, Galaxy's Edge. And again, we didn't sort have of. Pass. Yeah, but we it was just it was hard, but like not as hard as people thought it was going. Yeah, mm. but again, we didn't have annual passes, and we weren't really in a position to be able to pay for a full just one day to go. No, I, I get it. Disneyland is fucking. Expensive. Yeah, and then of course mm. COVID hit and shut it all down, anyways. So, so yeah. I haven't been. I really want to go. Uh, um, if COVID allows, mm. I'm planning on possibly making a journey down to well. First off, Justin Fecto is getting married. Uh, he's already technically married now, but um, he's yeah, I thought that already. Happened. Well, it was supposed to already happen like twice. <laughs> yeah, but they had to cancel it because of you know COVID, right? The global pandemic, and um, that old chestnut. <laughs> that old chestnut. So I'll be going down to Southern California for his um, ceremony and party in uh, I believe it's November. So I might try to go to. Uh, um, galaxy's edge then if you guys want to join me yeah i uh i was actually talking to meg i stumbled onto a uh a blog post from some random travel blog uh i don't subscribe to it. i think it popped up in my google feed like when you click google search on your phone yeah. and it gives you recommended shit for you um and some guy's travel blog popped up and it was about how he spent like some crazy amount of money. I forget what it was, um, but it's oh, for about four hundred. I think I bucks, read the exact same article as you. For about like four hundred bucks an hour or something like that, you get the Disney a tour, VIP, the VIP tour. Yep, I yeah. read the exact same thing. Yeah, and I looked at it, and at, at first I was like, "Oh, that's a lot of money," but I'm curious, like, because this guy said, like, the headline was like, "It was the best money I ever spent," or something like that on at Disney. Because you effectively wait in zero lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just give you they, they you got your friendly tour guide who walks around <laughs> the entire park, both parks, and, and you're supposed to split it with other people, right? That's the whole point. You can, but you don't have to. You can have up to ten people for your wow. uh, you know being led by your one VIP yeah. uh, tour guide. Um, 
So if you want, I mean, it could just be me and Meg, but it'd be kind of really expensive. Be really expensive for just a couple. Um, but I thought like, oh, wow, post COVID, that would be amazing time to take like my mom's really wanted. Because Disneyland is going to be fucking crazy busy for the next year. Oh. If oh. once they reopen. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. But yeah, like my Disney mom diehards my that haven't been able to go to a park in a year. Like Jesus Christ. They're going to blow their nuts. No, even just like like casual people like my sister has been dying to get her kids out of the house for anything. Like she's been driving them to Arizona to play baseball. That's how desperate desperate she is. One of the things that I want to start doing uh, every year, if I can, if I can make it happen and it's, it's, it's not, uh, I may not be unemployed very much longer uh i don't want to count my you know um uh chickens or anything before until they they've come to do something or other um <laughs> but uh i may not i may have a, a very good job opportunity soon so um, what i'd like to do is i i love halloween horror nights and i love haunts and i really 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 want to be able to go to halloween horror nights at every year maybe not to orlando because that's very expensive um but (laughs) and you know the plane tickets are the actually the most expensive element of that um though the hotels are pretty bad too um but la like universal hollywood also has halloween horror nights also some of the best non-universal haunts are in los angeles county in the world mm-hmm. so <clears throat> i'd love to be able to do that at some point um yeah. we'll see what my economic situation is yeah that's what's always stopped me in the past because meg and i have always loved the idea and it was well a combination of like getting time off work and um uh and mainly like the the price uh, of admission you know going to halloween horror nights and uh but i mean because it is an extra ticketed event now so like yeah Oh, it's been yeah. a while. Uh, it's been like 15, 20 years since it's been an extra yeah. event. But yeah. yeah, I'm in a Someone's... better position now. Where... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tuck. No, go ahead. But yeah, I, I'm long story. I'm in a better position now where uh, Meg and I, uh, because we don't go out spending frivolously, you know, anyway, we like, we, ex- it's extremely rare. We like dine out or anything like that. Like, we can save up more for those things that we've been saying we've been wanting to do for years, but are like, Oh, it's too expensive. And you know, we already spent too much. Like now we'll just save up for those special once in a while events. Like, fuck fuck yeah. Horror nights, you know, let's do it. And let's, let's get the VIP. I've come to the conclusion that I'm never going to retire. So I always spend (laughs) frivolously because I'm going to die without any money anyways. YOLO. (laughs) YOLO. Same here. (laughs) Same here, Byron. Okay live vicariously through you guys <laughs> as you go through your blaze of glory yeah <laughs> as, as you and todd soar off the financial cliff like <laughs> thelma <and> louise <laughs> taking selfies the whole way down yep <laughs> oh shit no, oh, yeah, I we, we definitely want to do a lot of like fun to do shit around here locally and go exploring around the country as well. <laughs> we want to see you up in Portland. Um, definitely, definitely make our first excursion up to the PNW. Definitely, so, definitely, definitely, definitely. Anyway, um, since I've uh spent the week as massive head wound Harry 
and uh, and also I was busy at work. You get I, your own uh, um, garbage pail kids card now. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that? I'm remembering that right. That was like a SNL character from like early massive 90s. head moon Harry. Yeah. yeah, early mid '90s or something. Um, but yeah, I barely had time to gather any fucking geek news. Uh, work was also busy as shit this week. I was training a new guy. Um, but it's it's kind of old news now because I think we had this saved over even before the Star Trek episode. But the Mortal Kombat trailer, we didn't even get a chance to discuss that yet. Yeah, I mean, didn't they drop it a was second trailer? Surprisingly good. It looks like some big dumb fun, and I'm totally in. Um, Meg and I both cringed at the moment with the oh the tattoo that was <laughs> that he was. Appar- or, no, excuse me. The birthmark that uh, that apparently he had had since birth, which was oh, like, the yeah. perfect, perfect Mortal Kombat logo, yeah. the dragon. Yeah, logo. but I mean, come on, we're not watching Mortal Kombat because of the story. I know it was silly, but everything else pretty did pretty. But much it actually, look, I was I was very surprised at uh, the quality of the trailer, mm-hmm. how many characters they had in it. And the cinematography seemed to be pretty good, and the fight choreography looked to be excellent. Yeah. So like, I liked the uh, the feudal warring houses um, uh, sort of uh, take on Sub Zero and Scorpion. Oh yeah, but I mean, let's just let's just understand that like, given the source material, trying to make Mortal Kombat work, yeah, it's in a post MCU world, yeah, is incredibly incredibly difficult so like even if like you can make that shit just not laugh out loud silly <laughs> then i think you've succeeded mm-hmm. even pre-marvel universe is still quite a task to be able to do with a story like that because I mean, like first... we got one go ahead Don. Sorry. the first one was was perfectly serviceable the, per- the first yeah. one was probably at that right. time when that came out, that was probably the best video game movie ever made. Yeah. I mean, there weren't a lot of them. There were a lot. We had, had Double Dragon come out yet? I think it did, yeah. It yeah. did, yeah. It was like, but it was like right before. It was like maybe a year. <laughs> I think you're right, actually, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like, I think it was like 93. So, or Mario- 94. Mario Brothers came out in 93. Double Dragon yeah. came out in 94. Yep. Street Fighter came out in 94. And then oh, also Fighter, 94. Mortal Kombat was 95. Okay. Uh, Street Fighter, the movie that killed Raul Julia. <laughs> did you guys ever play Street Fighter, the movie, the game? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Jesus Christ. I remember I, uh, I, I rented a, a Sega Saturn from blockbuster oh god in 1995 and i the the two games that i got were batman forever and street fighter oh oh, batman forever street fighter the movie the game and gex enter the gecko or i think it was just gex (laughs) at the time oh wow gex was the only one that was actually fun to play (laughs) (laughs) so street fighter the movie the game was actually not terrible it was those, those early Batman games though were fucking awful, <laughs> especially the CD based ones. Like they were bad. And well, even the, no, even the cartridge bad. ones because I played I played one of the Batman tie-in games on SNES, and it was one of the worst games I had ever played. Well, because they were by um, either they were either by 
I think they were Sunco. And Sunco has a has a um a really bad reputation. Yeah, they were at just that time. they were like terrible Prince of Persia ripoffs. Oh god. <laughs> so Mortal Kombat, yeah, like I don't know. Uh I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I I you know, um <clears throat> I I realized that I actually know more about that franchise than I than I like thought that I did. And I think that's that's especially like people our age, we've consumed so much of these these like games and comics and movies like subdermally, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, we it's it's it sort of just seeped in over time because if you've played the arcade games, if you've played like I remember I played Mortal Kombat. What was the re real? What was the like relaunch of the franchise? Like Mortal Kombat? seven or eight years ago, it was just Mortal Kombat. It was just called Mortal Kombat. I remember yeah. I beat that game on like hard, which is not which is which pretty difficult, was honestly. That? Like, I, think I, I, I don't know why I did that. I, I just remembered that recently. That like, wait, that happened. I forgot about that. That's the time traveling one where like Raiden like comes back from the future to like change events and mm-hmm. I just I'm looking <laughs> at this. Marty, you're gonna come back with me. Yeah. <laughs> there's a fuck ton of video game related movies coming out in the next oh, like, yeah. three to four years. Yeah. yeah. So we got Mortal Kombat, which is coming out now. Mm-hmm. We have a I don't know, I think this is a reboot of the Resident Evil franchise. Yep. Yeah, because uh, I don't see uh, uh, Jov- uh, Jovovich is not on. No, this she's house. not. It's a complete relaunch. Okay. So we got Uncharted well, coming up after that. Mm-hmm. Which starring Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, we got the sequel and to Marky Sonic. <laughs> There's a Sonic? Minecraft film, live action, yep. for some reason. Uh, who's, we have... who's directing the mi- Minecraft movie? Uh, let me see. It does not say to be announced. Oh. Um, we have the Borderlands film, which got all its casting info or the cast list uh, here a couple weeks ago. The te- Detective Pikachu has a sequel confirmed. Hmm. Five Nights at Freddy's. The film is finally getting made. Apparently, they've been trying to get that made for a while now. So I still gotta watch. Do you guys watch? Beer, <laughs> uh, do you guys watch um, Red Letter Media? We've talked about this, I think. Yeah, and Red Letter have, Media stuff. No so I recommend it because I, I think you guys would enjoy it. Um, yeah. Their most recent episode was about Willy's Wonderland, the Banana Splits movie, and the Hug, and. Um, they said of Willy's Wonderland, um, oh, dear God, make it stop. Please, dear God, make it stop. Um, they said, don't even waste your time as like a Sunday afternoon like type of thing. Like, just straight oh. up don't watch it. Well, oh, I'm, totally I'm gonna. gonna watch it. Oh, we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> they said, if you, if, you, if you watch any of them, watch the Banana Splits movie. Because it's not good, but it's somehow better than Willy's Wonderland. Oh, and uh, they said, side actually, note, yeah, good. Five Nights at Freddy's is being produced by Blumhouse. Really? Yeah, that's really interesting. That means it might actually be good. It might actually be good, <laughs> but there's also about a sixty percent chance that it could be fucking terrible, because that's Blumhouse's ratio. Is that like yeah. 
Forty percent of the movies are great, and the other sixty percent are complete crap. And there's no in between. And there's no in between. <laughs> I usually just assume a Blumhouse film is going to be terrible. I'm at that well, level. They produced, of they produced the Halloween reboot, and they produced um, the Invisible Get Man, out. and the Invisible Man was fucking incredible. Oh, it was they, also, they also did Get Out and Black Klansmen. Oh. Yep. oh shit! I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But they have produced nothing is- that is. Yeah, pretty good. I think I, I guess what I'm thinking of is like the more like horror, like cheap yeah. horror films are usually well, that's, pretty garbage. The little so teen ones, the, uh, the, teen the ones, way that they make money on that is that th- yeah. they just churn those out, but they're so cheap to produce yeah. that because they've got the Blumhouse name, a bunch of people just go watch them and then they put them on Hulu. So they've got like a secondary market. So they make all their money and then put all their like resources into the bigger gotcha. budgeted things, which aren't that much bigger budgeted, but mm-hmm. got it. it works. Yeah. I think the, uh, the moment that sold both <clears throat> also Tomb Raider two is coming, right? Yeah. Yes. That's that uh, is. further down on the list. Yeah. Before we get to that, we also have a gears of warm fi- uh, gears of war film, a just cause film. What? Yeah, that'll be <laughs> that'll be wacky fun. Uh, there's okay, sure. there's a Mega Man film being produced by Netflix. What? Really? Huh. Uh, Metal Gear Solid gets a film. Yes. Oh man, can't wait, wait for, for that. that. Space Invaders somehow is going to get a film, <laughs> but I mean, if Pac Man got a film, fucking why not Space Invaders? Space Invaders didn't like Adam Sandler already do that. Pac Man. Uh, oh that, no, that was Pixels. That was like Ugh. Oh, Ugh. I didn't even bother with that. I knew yeah, that. I no, didn't it was awful. I also awful, feel like awful, Adam Sandler, awful. So. This is the surprising one. Saints Row is getting a film. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? So okay, some of these I'm like okay, and then other ones I'm like just don't, just stop now, <laughs> just stop <laughs> now, because there's no good that's gonna come out of this other than They're- like. Some DVDs going into the trash. Like the no good can come of this is probably going to be the last one. Yakuza. Yakuza is going to get a a, a a movie. See, that's the thing is of all those properties, that one actually makes the most sense. Really? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't see that one. Oh, I don't absolutely. see that one. Japanese gangster film. Come on, sign me up. Yeah, mm. true, but. If you look at the gameplay of Yakuza, it's so fucking silly and yeah, like, but it's also just like talking to people around town, being like, "Hey, I want to get a like piece of pizza or something." <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget seducing Jav actresses. Yeah, and then like doing do, like doing karaoke. <laughs> um, the big news I think we should get to while we're talking about video game related. Oh. Yeah, productions. We don't know if it's a movie. We don't know if it's a show. But we don't really know much other than some Uh, people saw a Wikipedia (laughs) entry out of focus on a page. This is true, Um, but of course we're gonna report on it. Like it's fucking happening. Uh, So Henry Cavill, our our Superman slash uh, Geralt. Geralt. Yeah. My favorite gamer Chad on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, he posted a Wow Instagram. Raider Extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah. So he posted a quick shot for Instagram, uh, put on a fancy black and white filter on it, but it was him in the makeup chair getting his wig and shit done for uh, Witcher season two, which they're working on right now. 
And uh, he, I forget, I think in the caption, he said something about secret project or something like that. Um, but uh, as he's sitting there in the makeup chair for Witcher 2, he's holding up uh, some paperwork and with some obviously blurred out text on it to which the internet got to work and somehow unblurred it. it. (laughs) Luther's going to sleuth. Yep. Uh (laughs) Snooper's going to snoop. And uh, we have the technology. Lo lo and behold, it was a uh, Mass Effect 3 Wikipedia entry. Uh, It was uh, about one of the missions with the Quarians. uh, wherever you help them, I forget. Anyway, I have to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, uh, the internet exploded and uh, realized, oh my God, Henry Cavill is involved in a either Mass Effect show, movie, something is finally. I mean, in terms of casting, like Henry Cavill as Commander Shepard, uh, as as like male Shep. Uh huh. That's pretty good actually yep that'll work like he he's just generic looking enough to you know <laughs> he's default guy every man he works for default guy yep yeah <laughs> but here's the thing is like fem shep is canon to a lot of people and a lot of people think that fem shep is better than male shep yeah i mean uh jennifer um what's her name the voice actress uh hale jennifer hale. Why, not, why not do both Right? Yeah. Like, if it's Netflix, which, I mean, I guess everybody's sort of assuming is the case, you know, since The Witcher, you know? Right. Um, If it's Netflix, they have the technology. They could literally do both. Yeah. Just make, just just turn the character into a couple. Have them married and have them. Or show. It's going to be show. It's going to be a Netflix show. I disagree, actually. I have a feeling that they're going to go movie. That would bum me out because it's such a rich universe. Like I would love to see a season for every game and well, make it, you know, a three, three. Here's the thing is that so. I have a feeling and I have nothing to base this on. This is just, you know, guts and all that. Um, we get a movie trilogy that tells the Mass Effect trilogy yeah. like story. Right. And then a tie-in show. <clears throat> that expands the universe that is not a retelling of those events sure yeah yeah i can see that because we've all i mean not like the games they they sort of work as movies if you if you if you need them to you know like i've literally watched a movie version of all three of the games. I have way too much time on my hands. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I get it. I've done the same. And that's kind of, uh, we. I think we've sort of touched on this with uh, anticipation for The Last of Us. Like as much as part of me is very thrilled, at the same time, I'm like, well, how are they going to improve on what I've already seen? Yeah. You know? Um, and I, I just feel like a, a movie version of the first game actually wouldn't be that difficult to adapt. You just, you know, uh, cut out certain very, very, I mean, scanning those planets took a really fucking long time. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Farting around in the Mako and like mineral collecting and mining. um, Yeah. I don't think that's really going to translate to screen. (laughs) Also, 
nobody really likes Ashley Williams, so we can just cut her the right cut her right out. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Williams, the, the fucking space racist. Yeah, space racist and whatever was going on with her face in that whole game series. In the first <laughs> one, she's got like like really bad makeup, and in the third one, she's like like Mass Effect Jersey Shore. Hey, you don't know what's going on in her life. Yeah. You don't know her. <laughs> I mean, we all know that Caden was much, much better. I don't know. I honestly I never did my playthrough with Caden. So I did I mean I always accidentally killed him because I forgot that he that Ashley Williams sucked so bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I I don't know. I, I'm I would love to see the full blown series. Give me give me a three season <laughs> long at least. You know, one a season for each game. Just just enough to give us some good Why not both? Yeah, but oh well, yeah. But I wouldn't I don't know. I would want to spend more time with Shepard on that journey. And this kind of, um, I mean, we don't have to jump right into this right now, but as you know, later in this podcast, we were going to get into WandaVision as uh, Meg and I were watching, especially this latest episode, episode eight, um, you know, Meg. Previously on. Previously on, yes. Meg, who started this show, very skeptical. She's like, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I'm into it. Like, I don't even know what's going on. I think they're wasting a bunch of time. I'm kind of bored. Um, now she is fully invested and she made a comment uh, the other night while we were watching. Uh, she said she loved the fact that they're telling this specific story. They're telling Wanda's story and her backstory in this extended format because we're, it just allows us to be so invested. Well, because Wanda didn't Most ever really people. get her own platform, her yeah. own vehicle. Like she didn't have her own standalone like we didn't we didn't even really see Wanda and Vision interact by themselves until Infinity War. Yeah. So at, yeah. at that point it already kind of hinted that they had a relationship when yeah. we as the audience had no idea, didn't see any of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just think it, it's I, I love I, I guess we we are in an embarrassment of riches when it comes to content to consume these days. And it's just become so clear to me. It's like, it's like reading big books that you love, like a long last or not even a long series, but even a, uh, a series versus. Well, so there's, there's movie. one last uh, video game adaptation announcement for this week. Right. It's let, me, that... let, me, let me finish my point really quick. It's yeah, just yeah. that the, the fact that we get to spend more time with these characters, I think I personally feel that Shep, male or female or both, deserves us to just live with those characters long enough to make that journey that the fight against the Reapers much more meaningful and worth it than a quick two hour movie. That's there. I've said my piece. All right. Yeah, I I get that. I mean, and the reason. So what I was getting at with this last piece of information is that we're going to see what the various takes on that is because they just announced that halo is going to be a paramount plus exclusive not a showtime show like like it was supposed to be so so star trek and halo are going to be on the same network um and the halo tv show they're doing what i think is the best uh of both worlds which there's it's a prequel 
to Halo, but I'm pretty sure that at some point they're going to go to Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, because the timeline of the show and from what we've heard, like there is the Master Chief is a character and um, the various like other Spartans. Um, and I'm not super well versed in that universe, but um, I, my plan is to replay all the games, but because uh, I have Game Pass and Master Chief Collection is on there. Um, but like, there's it's a prequel that starts before Halo, but the timeline is such that they can go to Halo in the timeline of the show if they wanted to. And I'm, um, I almost guarantee they're going to, but they're going to build up to it. Yeah, for sure. So like that, that's the type of thing where like, they're not telling the story of Halo like right away, but it looks like they're going, they're going to eventually, Mm -hmm. which is sort of what the Witcher did too. Yeah, the Witcher followed more the the books and the I think it delved into some of the the Witcher one stuff. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I thought I had one more. I thought I had some other video game news. Oh, there is one oh. big piece of video game news that uh, will definitely uh, that you'll appreciate, Tony. Go for it. So, do do you know what Anthem is? Uh yes, uh ish. I never played it myself, but that was uh well I wouldn't recommend starting now either. Yeah, yeah. don't bother. <laughs> so Anthem is the last big RPG that uh, BioWare did, right. and it was garbage. Their games was... of the games as a service game. Yeah, so it's full of microtransactions from EA and it's just absolute trash. I would recommend nobody ever trying to play that. Well, it is officially dead. They are they announced that they're stopping development and no longer supporting the game. Like if you own it and you can continue playing it, if you like it for some reason, they're going to keep uh, supporting it for like 6 6 to 8 months, but yeah. But uh so the failure of this game because EA poured a ton of money into this uh, the failure of <laughs> hundreds this game, of millions of dollars. Yeah. Cool. And conversely, the success of Jedi Fallen Order means that they are letting Bioware make Dragon Age, the next Dragon Age, completely single player RPG. So they're I... not going to force microtransactions into it. They're not going to force uh, multiplayer into it if it doesn't need it. All that good stuff. This makes me very happy. Yeah, they. Uh, tried to do a little bit of that, I think, with Inquisition, um, like some sort of multiplayer element to it. I want to say, yeah, there was yeah, a multiplayer they... mode. I didn't really play it, but I, I never did. Either. Some people liked it. It, it yeah. was very similar to uh, the Mass Effect Three multiplayer mm-hmm. in terms of design, not necessarily the gameplay mechanics. Yeah just completely like an afterthought nobody really cared about it and it was like tacked in and late 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 development yeah but that, yeah it's good to hear them finally turning course like okay we get it people actually enjoy fully developed single player rpgs without yeah, and... us wasting time on and re- resources on our bullshit microtransactioning like how can we 
keep on selling this after the fact. Ugh. And this this comes after like EA's philosophy changed like two or three years back. They said the single player game is dead. Nobody wants single player games anymore. <laughs> and now they're having that was to bullshit re- when they said it. And it's exactly bullshit now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. That's good to hear. Um, I also saw a little something today or yesterday. I forget. I forget. I'm. I have a head wound. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's just your go-to excuse from now on. From now on. <laughs> Funny thing is, there's no personality change here. I've always been this forgetful. <laughs> but that's my excuse now. It's my go-to. Uh, I saw a headline saying Pokemon is getting the Breath of the Wild treatment. <gasps> what? Um, so, yeah, they had their... Uh, the Pokemon uh, Direct came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they announced they are doing Pearl and Diamond remakes. So if you played Pearl and Diamond, you are super excited about that. And then a little bit further off, we have an open world Pokemon game. Finally, Pokemon uh, Archerus, I think it's called. Yeah, but it takes place. uh, It's a it's a prequel. It takes place way in the past. Yeah, it takes place Um, in like feudal Japan, right? Yeah, pretty much. So it's it's a Sinnoh, uh, Sinnoh remake. Uh, It's like the very first like gen like way back and it's like a thousand years before or something like that a hundred years before and like even your pokeballs are are like fucking half wooden pokeballs did y'all ever play um pokemon uh black and white no two so it was the only one that i thought ever had like a really interesting story to the this the campaign Mm -hmm. it was it was about like pokemon rights organizations like being oh. like, hey, we enslave these Pokemon. Our entire society is based on them, and like they're sent, they're like almost sentient creatures. Mm-hmm. Like that's fucked up. And that's, I thought it was really cool. That's awesome that they actually had that they actually for once commented on. And it was like the main storyline. It was like the the entire plot was around that. That's um, great. It was for the D, it was like one of the last DS versions yeah. before the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, this says, set in the Pokemon Diamond and Pearls Sinnoh region, the new game promises to introduce fans to the Sinnoh region of old before the existence of Pokemon trainers and leagues. So pre-league Sinnoh region. And yeah, it does look a lot like feudal Japan. <laughs> yeah, that's what awesome. the Sinnoh region is. Yeah, I am flipping excited for that. So what kind of system will it be on? Uh, it'll be on Switch. Um oh. You actually manually throw your damn Pokeballs at these uh, the Pokemon. <laughs> it looks like we're going to have to finally get a Switch to I guess so. <laughs> Todd, you just sounded like the kid in uh, uh, Back to the Future 2. Like, you, you mean to you have to use your hands? It's a baby's toy. <laughs> um, so uh, are you guys... Uh, so I'm not caught up at all, but Walking Dead came back uh yeah i think they just had their first episode. is it on their like special streaming service only now or is it uh um i think they because uh, like amc plus you can see it like three days early or something like that i think it's like a week <clears throat> early or something oh wow yeah i i haven't watched the new episode yet and and as we're talking about i have no idea if it's even regularly available or just on amc plus yet um but i mean we're, we're so backlogged with shows i figured i'd just give it a few a week or two before I start up. 
I watched a I watched Skybound's um like recaps of the last of season seven eight seven uh, of seven eight a and b and seven eight a and b mm-hmm. or eight a and b um <laughs> and uh damn so much happens in those shows good lord yeah it's a lot it's a lot and they're in season they're in the back half of season 10 now so the last episode that i watched was the episode before um a certain cast member disappears forever isn't that like every oh, episode okay. and every cast member? Uh, and, and not the one, not the one who just came back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Meg doesn't give a shit. I don't okay. care. So and you can spoil the Todd. Out of do it you care? Me. I kind of do. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna mute the stream for a little bit. And well, well, how far behind are well, you? I'm like seasons behind. I mean, it's like it's like the information that like has been pretty publicly available i've actually avoided most spoilers okay so. yeah so okay. me and byron gonna... we might have to have this talk later <laughs> anyways i'm not going to spoil anything i'm just going to say that that's the last episode that i watched gotcha. which is the beginning of season nine okay um uh so before i can cap catch up i have to watch uh all of season nine and ten right because mm-hmm. This is the end. This is the last episodes of season 10, right? That are coming out right now. Correct. Yeah, because I believe season 11 will be the uh, two year long final season. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh, man. Now I want to talk to you. Okay. We'll have to have more discussion. I, just I can to- mute. I can just take off my headset if you want, if you want to talk about Walking Dead. Uh, okay. I mean, well, you don't uh, have to. We'll hand no. wave you. We'll make it quick. We'll just hand wave when you were done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Todd has removed his headphones. So, Byron, uh, so you saw when uh, what, last talk ep- about Rick. Yeah, you last episode you watched was Rick the the, the the episode before Rick disappears. Oh, oh, okay. I just knew. I just. It's hard to avoid the fact that the main star of the show left the show. Yeah, you already know through the ether. And that's all yeah. of that news. You know, they launched about AMC. Yeah, movies and all that. Yeah, yeah. So they're, so the uh, current uh, new show, The World Beyond, is only going to be two seasons long, apparently. Um, yeah. They already did one short season, and then they're working on the second short season right now. And that really is to bring in more of the um, CRM. Yeah, yeah. The, um, and the Commonwealth. And the Commonwealth, yeah. All the, the organizations. How far it, have you gotten in the comics? Oh, I stopped the comics ages ago. Um, maybe I mean, like 120 or something. Yeah, I stopped actually almost right before the Savior War. So that's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's like around 120. Okay. And I think they got to 163 or something like that. Uh, I remember 100 was uh, Glenn biting it. Uh, oh, so that's the Savior War. Yeah. Um, 100 was the death of Glenn. And I so think I, 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 I stopped. Then I stopped reading the comics around hot, hot, low uh, 90-ish. Okay. Because Negan was like had just been in, introduced, but... So yeah, you still have uh, a ways to go. I mean, Quite a bit. I mean, mind you, when I watch Walking Dead, I I pile through that show pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, 
are they gonna like do a whole walking dead voltron thing with the fear of the walking dead or yeah yeah so the um so right now they've got uh the main show continuing um as it does they've got fear of the walking dead as well going and the world beyond Which has been getting a lot better i'm about halfway through season three and season yeah. three has been dramatically better than season two. Okay, I still have to start and finish that whole damn thing. But they kicked off the world beyond to introduce more, to get, you know, dig, dive deeper into the CRM and everything. Uh, and that, with the timing, the way it's supposed to work out, if they get those uh, Rick Grimes movies uh, produced in time, it's all supposed to culminate into a zombie infinity war, as it were. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Which, Let's see. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I feel like Walking Dead, and I think we've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. Walking Dead is like one of those things where even when it's bad, it's still pretty damn good. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people say otherwise and like trash the shit out of it. I'm like, man, you fucking write your own zombie show. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean fine. To each their own, maybe it doesn't scratch your itch. For me, I, I've been enjoying it. And again, living with those characters for so long, it's like I just I can't quit now. Like I yeah, got definitely. I, yeah, I wish I could quit you. Uh, but yeah. And there have been times when I have wanted to quit the show. Believe me. Well, uh, like you said, around season seven. But yeah, like you said, there 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 comes a point where it's just getting so grim, dark. You're like, fuck, this is depressing. Seriously, like I I, I, I I've mentioned this before, but I I do think that. I might have post-traumatic stress from just <laughs> watching the show. It's pretty rough. I, I think while I was uh, uh, um, around that same time period, I had to take a break for a couple weeks and just watch some cartoons and then get back to back into it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, things do. They, I think they do a good job of turning it around a bit. I mean, pe- people are still fucking dying left <laughs> and right, of course. But yeah, I don't know. There, things have seemed in spite of all the nonstop chaos, because they can't just stop having this action zombie drama, um, things have seemed much more hopeful after once we've moved past a few story arcs. Mm, okay. um, yeah, so I'm, in, I'm still enjoying it. Anyway, all right, let's... I think uh, we can call Todd back into the room. Todd! <laughs> Muppet hands. <laughs> Happy waving inflatable flailing too man. <laughs> Why is everybody suddenly doing jazz hands? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of uh, Muppets, I can't remember if we talked about this last time, but uh, they've released the entire original Muppet show on Disney Plus. Uh, I am very excited about that. I need to that do was... a rewatch. Yeah. I, it's, been, I went... it's been a long time. Yeah. I yep. never watched the Muppet show growing up. I've only seen a handful, um, but I was scrolling through just the listings of episodes and seeing, okay, how many classic celebrities do I recognize? Oh, a fuck ton. There's, yeah, there's a ton. Mind uh, you, there's a lot of celebrities who, you know, were already like pretty obscure in the 1970s. Uh-huh. Or coming back for a last hurrah or something. Yeah. <laughs> but like Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, yeah. uh, Paul Simon. You saw Ethel Merman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Uh, that's right. I want to watch that one. Yeah, we'll watch that one for sure. Anyway, the world needs more, more shit like the Muppets. Anyway, 
Uh, let me see. Did I have any other quick headlines before we get into it? Um, oh, that was the other thing. Um, the Spider-Man, the very cutesy Spider-Man 3 title reveal that... Uh, Is it Spider-Man in Love? Yes, it's Spider-Man in Love. I knew it. Um, no, so, so Tom Holland, uh, our beloved Peter Parker is notorious at this point for accidentally spilling Marvel secrets. <laughs> and um, Everybody's so much shit for that. Oh, yes. And so now it's become a running joke, so much so that um, on the day of the reveal, they uh, first Tom they Holland... A, like fake like name to the movie. Well, first Tom Holland, he posted on his Instagram a fake title. I forget which one it was. Um, but both he and uh, who's the the actor who plays Ned? Oh, um, his best friend. I I don't, I don't remember his name. Head. But they both uh, they both uh, posted fake title names uh, with some. Like, I liked Home Wrecker. Home Wrecker was good. Yeah, it was like Spy. Yeah, Spider Man, Home Wrecker, because it's been that whole home theme, home Phone Home, Home Our Wrecker, and I don't remember what the last Home Slice. Home slice. Home slice, yeah. And then finally, <laughs> after that, all the joking and all the, the headlines exploding because everybody wants to be the first to throw that geek news out there. Then finally, Tom Holland review, uh, uh, posts a video and it's this little sketch of him being in like Feige's office or the Marvel offices. And he comes out and um, uh, the other actors, uh, the actor who plays Ned, again, I feel bad, I'm, I'm forgetting right now. And then... Um, Zendaya, Zendaya, uh, Mary Jane, they're all chatting with him as he's coming out of the office. And like, did they tell you? He's like, no, no, they wouldn't. They like, they wouldn't let me have the name or whatever. Like, they're afraid that I'm gonna spill the beans again or whatever. <laughs> blah blah. blah. He feels like so hurt by it. And then the camera passes by as they're walking out of the office to a whiteboard in the <laughs> in the hallway, centering on the actual title reveal, um, which was. Home Slice. No. Spider-Man No Way Home. So. It's good. I like it. Yeah. So Todd messages me later, of course, like, did you see it? And uh, <laughs> and instantly starts coming up with theories. Uh, what was it again, Todd, that he gets lost in the multiverse? Yes. He's uh, going to be lost in the multiverse. There's going to be a Doctor Strange that has to come rescue him. It's not going to be our Doctor Strange. It's going to be fucking Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Dr. Voodoo. Which I completely forgot until Todd mentioned. That's right. Sam Raimi is now helming this uh yeah. this new entry. Uh well not not he's not doing Spider-Man, he's doing um Doctor Strange. Strange and Multiverse Madness. Um Bruce Campbell was also there's more fuel added to that fire this past week as Bruce Campbell was spotted nearby the filming location in London. So yeah, maybe. I mean, he, there's no way that he's not going to be in the movie. Like, oh yeah, uh, he'll he'll be in it, but he'll probably have just a tiny cameo. He'll be a doorman or something. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you remember that? Remember when I said that I I had a video of Bruce Campbell that I took at a billiards hall? Yeah, that I sent to you. I got a reminder of it that it's been ten years since I took that video. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, just like a couple days ago. 
like I think like two or three days ago. Ten years. I got a I got a Facebook memories thing yesterday. I think it was ten years ago. Yesterday, I actually got my first smartphone. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, and I was like, oh, may the internet addiction continue. <laughs> and uh, boy, was I right. <laughs> that uh, that tweet or that Facebook post aged well. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, we got some WandaVision to talk about, guys. Yeah, um, a lot of WandaVision. Once again, two weeks worth because last week was... Uh, Previously on. Star Trek episode. Um. But yes, the well, episode seven, um, eight. Oh, we we need to talk about episode yeah, seven. We, yes, should talk right. about episode oh, seven gosh, first, yeah. where yeah. we actually got the reveal. So, <laughs> I loved it so much. Yeah, the, the ending. Uh, Catherine Hahn is a national treasure. Uh, give her. And I killed Sparky too. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) All along, oh Jesus! They even released that tunes and Spotify too. Yeah, they like shot up to the top of the charts. Yeah. By the way, that theme is is the same notes from the Wandavision theme that's been playing in every every. That's so good. That's great. The people that are making the music for Wandavision, uh, they're they they also made the music for like a bunch of other Disney stuff. And uh, they're just great. Top notch. That's awesome. But yeah, so um, yeah, Agnes reveals herself to be uh, Agatha. Agatha Harkness. Harkness, yes. So it's uh, all the theories sites, all the like comic book, like comic book resources and stuff. They called it when I like when Catherine Hahn was first announced, even before we know what the character's name was oh, wow. people had have pretty much this whole the whole show people guessed before the show even came out for the most part yeah um i mean so there was an like interview there's... that she did a while back and like one of the people even like called it out it's like are you playing Agatha? or somebody had mentioned agatha harkness and Catherine Hahn has like a double take real quick, but she doesn't really Uh-oh. say anything. Yeah. <laughs> she just has a quick, like almost imperceptible look when the name is said. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> even before we get to the reveal, uh, it was a wonderful modern family episode. Cause she's losing it. You know, she's like yeah. falling apart. Yeah. Which makes sense for, for the style and everything. She's falling apart, doesn't know what the hell is going on. Her whole uh, fake reality is crumbling around her and she's losing control of it constantly. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Vision and our buddy Darcy are desperately trying to get back home or to you know Wanda and Vision's home and are getting blocked every step of the way and realizing like, or or... They assume assume that, oh, this is Wanda. She's stopping me from getting home and, you know, exposing her or telling her that I know the truth or confronting her and whatnot. Um, Great. Once again, great banter between them. Um, But then, of course, the reveal at the end, which still didn't give us a whole lot of information, to be honest. Yeah. And also, it's a little bit misleading. Yeah. Because literally the song is telling us that it's agatha all along 
but what we learn in the next episode is that that's not true right uh one it's been agatha all along i think is more in reference to all the shitty things that are happening to wanda inside the uh inside like sparky dying like sparky uh, dying like the neighbors questioning things like agatha has been influencing everybody inside anything that has surprised her that has surprised wanda because it is happening out of her control that has been Agatha every step of the way. Um, the show, by the way, once again, astounds me. Just the everything about the production, how it and the editing, how it effortlessly transitions from that quirky modern family vibe straight into horror. No, it's straight <laughs> up like the monsters. Honestly, well, like well, the show. Is- I mean the the. Song, like yeah, monsters the balancing act down the basement and everything and, and yeah that, that slow reveal of like oh, yeah, what the fuck movie. is down here yeah instant horror movie yeah like the balancing act of the direction and like with the set design and the writing uh is really 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 good like this is a complicated project to do they're they're you're dealing with effectively like seven different time period like period pieces mm-hmm. uh that are also have to be viewed through the lens of like not just period pieces, but like television specific periods. Yeah. Um, combined with all like the various music contrasting and like then literally telling two different stories, one in the bubble and outside the bubble. It's a complicated story to tell. This is uh, this is much more complicated than most even Marvel movies. This is um Jonathan Nolan level shit. <laughs> Pretty much. Almost. Yeah, yeah. almost. Yeah. I would say that the writing isn't quite that tight. Um, but it, it is definitely close. Mm-hmm. I also skipping ahead a little bit, but still tying into our conversation right now, is in the latest episode, it goes from that horror movie feel to a war film feel. You know, it's just because uh, of the as like, we enter her past yeah with the past. oh yeah it's like fuck man like this is just hitting us hard <laughs> with yeah. all of these genres yeah. all at once honestly I, I don't know how much else pertinent there is to say about episode seven so i guess we just dive right into episode eight <laughs> um i uh from the get-go uh i, I enjoyed seeing uh uh agatha's uh, past uh, her or her origins, I guess you'd say. Um, and yeah, they went there. They like straight up Salem <laughs> witches, yeah. the whole the whole shebang. Like yeah. they went like it, it. My sister was very surprised that we were in Massachusetts. Yeah, I mean, just just uh, the the MCU has been great. Uh, from the get-go about slowly introducing different fantastical elements like uh, we started with Iron Man where it was just simply uh, you know in war industrial complex military tech movie Um, then you slowly get things like the Hulk a weird you know science experiment gone wrong Green rage monster yeah green big green rage monster huge fan Uh, (laughs) uh, but you know slowly introducing those elements and then we get into gods and monsters and and space and aliens and everything and other dimensions and i just realized like oh yeah we've never got into 
I mean, we sort of got into magic with uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. But then, yeah. oh, yeah, by the way, boom, witches are a thing. And and not just like subtle reveal. No, it's just boom. Here we are. Here's witches. She's a witch. We're fucking dealing with it. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like, oh, the witches are actually like future, ma- like future technology. No, this, this is like straight up witchcraft. Straight up witchcraft. Runes and all that type of shit. It's more of like a mutant, like X-Men mutant. Well, see, that's that's kind of the crux of the story here is we've got um captain Tan's character uh, agatha is has as this plays out she's been in a tizzy because she has as she goes on her rant she said like i studied fucking years to be this good like ages to be this good centuries with, in fact centuries yeah and with a flick of the wrist you're doing all of this shit like to this entire town like she points out yeah. like people on the edge of town like the yeah. autopilot magic what the fuck is going on here how do you have that power and i don't and so yeah. that has been her whole quest, her secret mission all along, is infiltrating. Well, I mean, she was people. touched by an infinity stone. So, like, that's pretty big by itself. Yeah. But now the revelation is that she had powers prior to the infinity stone. Yeah. As Which... Agatha words, she had, like, a, a like a little hint of power that probably might have just fizzled on its own without any nurturing. But instead, she got, like, punched in the face with an infinity stone and well uh, then i mean the question to be asked then is like is that where did that power come from how does she have that power because from what we know of at that point in the mcu because that would have been the early or like 2005 2006 ish mm-hmm. uh there aren't any superhuman meta humans humans on earth around that time well I mean, if you pull the TV universe in, there are. They're just not uh, out and about. Like, you have all the people from Kunlun. You have... Yeah, but those are, like, Inhumans. And that's, like, very specific. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Kunlun would be its own thing. Kunlun's from Iron Fist. Oh, that's Iron Fist. That's right. Yeah. So you uh, have the mystical arts there that are being practiced. So there there are other magical users around. Okay. They're just very street level. None of them have been exposed or come out to the wider universe. Yeah. Yeah. Iron yeah. Fist is like the one area of comics and TV. Like I didn't even watch Iron Fist season two. And I've read uh, a handful of Iron Fist comics. Um, so that's definitely a deficiency in my comics knowledge. Uh, the show, including season two, uh, was worth it simply for one thing: Colleen Wing. Yeah, yeah, she's great. I I really liked all of her in season one. Definitely, she, whenever she was on screen, I was like, "Oh, this is good." Whenever she wasn't on screen, I was like, "I do not give a shit about this show." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, I have another. I have another WandaVision question mm-hmm. that I proposed to Tony after we watched it. Yeah. At the very end. Agatha exclaims like, oh, you're the Scarlet Witch as if it's some big reveal. And yet, hasn't she always been Scarlet Witch? Like, we've uh, Well, nobody has said that. Nobody has actually yeah, called her that. The term Scarlet Witch hasn't been used. And in the comics, the Scarlet Witch is like a thing. It's a little complicated because it's it's not... I, I sort of get what they're going for here in that uh, the Scarlet Witch is like, it, it's it's a really recent thing. It's like really recent. It's in the last 10 years. 
they're trying to make it as like you're the prophesized chosen one of this particular god so in the last 10 years they've like revised the scarlet witch into being like uh an icon of power that is also a nexus being some something like the the phoenix force yeah okay yeah yeah, because uh, Agatha's there. She's got Wanda's kids, and she's like, I know what you are. Like, you were supposed to be a myth, you know? Like, you you have this insane amount of power. Like, you can create life spontaneously. Like this, you Mind are- you, she's been called the Scarlet Witch since her first appearance First appearance in the 60s. Mm. In the comics, but not in the MCU. In the comics, but not in the MCU. Correct. Okay, okay. I have another WandaVision question. <laughs> <laughs> so... It is revealed that Wanda created everything. You know, she she creates the hex and she. That is the big reveal of the of the episode. I, I think is that she she's not being influenced. She did this herself. No, she yeah. did this all herself, including the fact that she basically created a new vision for herself in this yeah. hex. Yeah. Vision's body was technically not stolen. Right. In fact, she creates vision. So though, I think the important thing to notice during that scene is that he's created out of her in yellow okay because which is the color of the mind stone okay because my question was is when he tried leaving the hex he couldn't which makes sense if she created him but if that's the case she also created her children so would they not be able to leave the hex well i think the important thing here is to focus on the yellow and the mind stone because she got her powers from the mind stone Mm. and vision comes from the mind stone so you could almost say that their souls are like linked ah. but he can't leave the hex and that's also why he has no because he doesn't have a pre-hex. body he doesn't have a well body. he technically oh. does have a body if she's creating matter for him if she's creating him yeah. so it's all of it is confusing <laughs> it's hand it's hand wavy whatever marvel wants to do basically at this point yeah i mean it's pretty cool. okay and then of course we get the second reveal after the credits that but wait vision kind of does exist i mean they brought him back or vision well they brought okay. back the body probably with their own programming uh, so yeah, they brought so back he's... Yeah. What looks like white vision and white vision is actually a thing from the comics oh, okay see i don't i don't know mm-hmm. any of that so it was a it was it was during a time when it's sort of similar to the storyline where uh they couldn't get visions um brainwaves back so they just brought him back as this like normal soulless robot and mm-hmm. there's this really heartbreaking scene where he and um scarlet witch interact and he's just like i don't have any feelings for you because i don't have the visions of them it does not compute <laughs> yeah and sh- and she's like heartbroken over it yeah. uh, and it's really sad yeah i noticed the where the soul stone or the mind stone used to be in old vision it's now like a different shape on yeah, yeah. him i noticed that he is vision the white also <laughs> the moment when they showed uh-huh. that vision bought a deed to the house Oh, I literally started crying. Oh, Oh. my God. They did such an amazing job. Like, God damn. That was real rough. That was real rough. Her grief. I've actually been appreciating a lot of people have been making memes or sharing the same meme. I don't know. Of that quote that Vision says to Wanda. What is grief? Memories. Because it's like. But love persevering. Yeah, because I mean, I've lost some, you know, so many people in my life, including my father. So it's just like, 
that kind of quote just hit so much in the feels. Yeah, that hit hard. And you see, there's a moment when hey, Vision dropping those 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 truth bombs, like uh, uh, something isn't beautiful because it lasts. Yeah, yeah. from Age of Ultron. Yeah. So in in the show, uh, once again, Byron, please, because we're all kind of talking at the same time. His quote from the episode. Oh, uh, something isn't beautiful because it lasts. No, 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 no. From the from. The oh, oh. Um. Uh. What, uh, is, what is grief but love persevering? That right there. He drops that gem. Yep. There's a moment between them, and then the camera cuts back to current Wanda and Agatha there, and Agatha slips oh, yeah, a she finger like... under her <laughs> eye. Was it, she being sarcastic though? Like yeah. she was being like, I, 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 I'm gonna believe it's genuine. I'm gonna believe it was meant to be genuine. All right. Fuck man, like, uh, like, okay, I get it now. Like this is, man. You... I, I, yeah, I wasn't sure to make of that. Like at first I thought she was being a little sincere and then I was like, I don't know about that though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think she's like entirely heartless. At least I don't think that's how uh, um, Catherine Hahn is playing it. Like she definitely is, you know. Well, she, she did her kill own... her own mother. Yeah, I think she's, well, she's when, her, when her mother was trying to kill her. Yeah, so, for looking like they, into they forbidden dark magics. Basically. Yeah. So I I don't know. I'm I'm I think I she's an she's unpredictable old. character. Yeah. She's and, also, right. what did you guys think of the uh the inversion of the trope that she was being burned at the stake? Oh, that I was liked bad. it. Yeah, cuz immediately they're like, "Oh, like you're a witch." And she's like, like we're all witches. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, you're you're literally bound by magic right now. Doug. No, I, I liked that. I thought it was I, I thought it was effective. Yeah, it was good. Um what are you guys thinking of, what did you think of the flashbacks, the various flashbacks? Oh, uh, well that's what I wanted to get into. As Meg said, like we instantly get uh you know transported into a war film. Well, we get transported into a loving family environment and you know it's sad like a pianist you know, in here yeah we know it's sad and there's you know the war outside but they're still crazy adrian brody <laughs> this this the lovely little bubble and of course you know dad's got all the dvds and they're watching them and it's like oh yeah she grew up with this shit we get it, it's embedded in her and then just no no uh warning whatsoever Dude, just that, boom that was hard to watch and which you know is reality like her world instantly destroyed and the the beeping stark industry Ugh, yeah missile there or bomb Ugh. and uh and then we get it was nice to see finally them uh back at uh hydra and yeah uh, and the actual you know event her getting yeah. Oh, that does remind me one thing we didn't talk about in episode seven is the commercial. The commercial was for Nexus, like antidepressants or something like that. Oh, oh yes. that's right. That yeah. was that was pretty funny, actually. Well, it's actually means something because yeah, the Nexus. She's, she's a Nexus being. And that's more multiverse kind of stuff. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah. Nexus being in the 90s, they um they they determined that uh Scarlet Witch was a Nexus being um, so that like Nexus beings in the Marvel comics are uh, beings that have great power and anchor and are anchored in the multiverse. So like this, no matter where in the multiverse you are uh, that a Nexus being will always have like tremendous power. Okay. 
All right. Now, uh, as Wanda is held captive by Agnes and she's, you know, kind of explaining everything and you know, what's been going on around her, she has a brief explanation about fake Pietro. Uh, yeah, I didn't really I, like this explanation. I believe the wording. She she just she doesn't explain everything in full his origins. She just says like, "Oh yeah, that uh, that guy uh, that I got with a uh, you know really a little uh, that was just some quick hand wavy mind control spell, um, you know, to get that guy at your door." But she does still doesn't explain like where she snatched him up. Well, she can still there's still room for them to explain like, oh, this is parallel universe Petro. No, I think it is. I think exactly that is what she said. Um, she said some term. I don't know what it was, but she before that, she said, uh, I, I'm not a necromancer. Necromantic magic is, is a little hard, especially when his body's full of holes and on the other side of the world. Yeah. So she had to pull another one for him for her. So I think I think whatever the word she she used a specific word, and I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Okay, what do you think? I so I read this article about Kevin Feige talking about how they got um, Evan Peters and not Aaron Taylor Johnson, and exactly the wrong thing that I was hoping they didn't do is sound like it sounds like is what happened. And that's, they thought it would be cool, but they didn't have any story reason to do it. Uh, I think they're, I think that was put out as like a misdirect. I don't know if he actually, I don't know if that's actually true. I see what he's saying. Cause what he said was they thought about using Aaron Taylor Johnson as well. Mm. And they decided against it. Which means that it didn't matter which one they used. Which means that it really is unimportant to the story. Okay. That... I'm 50-50. I am 50 50 i think it's a roll of the dice. Because I, you know, we could take Feige by his word. But we've got two more episodes worth of story. And they've been... They've been so meticulous, so meticulous. about these Easter eggs. One more episode. Two more. One episode nine next week. Nine is the last one. Really? Yep. Oh well, shit. Okay, but yeah, as Meg was saying, they've been. But it's fifty minutes long. It's the longest one yet. So for them to just throw away that kind of like aha moment with using new Pietro, I Mm. think is a waste. I don't think. I think they've got more planned for that. And I think if I I remember the episode correctly, where he comes in, she recognizes him before he says anything so she recognizes him as pietro well she says pietro with like a question mark yeah so she's um, so in in a way she recognizes him because who, why would she why would she say pietro's name if she doesn't think it's him so I'm thinking in a multiverse way, because she's a Nexus being, she recognized him unconsciously. Yeah, Agatha explains it away, saying, like, kind of laughing at her, like, oh, I whipped up this fake guy and you bought it. Like, yeah, yeah. See, that's why I'm not, that's why I'm still not convinced is I feel like if, if they, if this was going to be some, like, really important thing to the future of the MCU, they wouldn't be hand-waving it. 
Um, and it, it, it has the air of these types of things. It, the way that writers work when they want to like lampshade something, uh, when they want to like acknowledge it, but they don't have any answers for it. This is exactly the way they handle it. So I, I'm not convinced that I think it was a cool thing. And I would hope I wish, and I hope that it turns into something cool. Uh, but all the signs that I've seen are pointing to that it's largely going to get ignored. And I don't think that I think we'll, we'll get who Pietro is, but I think it might be disappointing. All right. We shall see. We shall yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see. I, I hope to be wrong, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. What else? What else can we say? How do you think it's going to end? Oof. Uh, I can see. I can see one of two things happening. Um. Either they go for the happy ending, which I think is the less likely of the two, <laughs> uh, which is that she uses the soul, her soul version, the yellow in universe uh, version of vision and combines it with the white vision, but you know, after they fight him mm -hmm. uh, right. and then they cut, they put him back together and everything's happy. Mary again. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, if that were to happen, would we get current vision, which is the silly slapsticky happy go lucky vision? Well, he still wouldn't have his, his old memories. So yeah, it would still be, the... Yeah, I mean, it would effectively he'd just be like rebooted, but without his old memories. Yeah, and and that would be nice. I mean, storytelling wise, not super satisfying, but it's actually what I want to happen because I really like Vision. Yeah, we um, could we could get both that, and also we know that the events of this tie directly into the Strange movie. They, they've said that multiple times. So ultimately, at the end, I think we're finally going to get the reveal of the villain i don't think agatha is the final villain here really yeah i don't i mean there she's gonna have a battle with agatha but i don't think agatha is the final villain because in the comics she's not always the the main antagonist like she's sometimes an ally sometimes an antagonist to wanda whatever is convenient for the story i don't yeah. i don't i i think we've i think i think yeah, I don't know about that. I, I'm, I just in terms of timing wise, I don't think they have enough time to reveal another villain. Well, I Not mean, with... they, they, they can introduce it. They, it doesn't have to be the final act. Like the final act of the Wandavision show, uh, the, the Wandavision show, is mm -hmm. her and her battle with with Agatha, and then whatever White happens Vision. with Vision, mm -hmm. uh, and then like in typical Marvel fashion, like a Thanos reveal at the end we'll get whoever the mythical villain, uh, the, the mystical villain is. You're going to be somebody just laughing in a chair somewhere in space. Yes. <laughs> Except I it'll think... be a, a room full of runes and magical spell books somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to kill White Vision. Um, and she's going to lose her, her vision again. This is, what, this is what I think is actually going to happen. I think that's the most likely... Scenario, yeah. and that's going to seriously break her and <laughs> um, now come on <laughs> i mean like 
in terms of how big of a how big of a break that she can have, this is not even anything compared to the comics. Yeah. So just to let you know, she can literally kill. She can Thanos the world. She could literally snap everything in the universe out of existence yeah. at a, a, on a whim. God damn. Yeah. She's she's that level of power. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Paul Bettany has said that we still have uh, one more reveal to go. Uh, one more actor. Uh, some, one more actor. Like they, he, he has gone on record saying recently that, uh, you know, Evan Peters wasn't the big, the biggest cameo yet to come. And it reminded me, we still haven't found out who the hell the engineer was that they kept hyping up, correct? We did. That was the, the it was just person. that random lady. So oh. there's been oh. speculations that she's actually the uh scroll daughter from uh from uh oh. Captain Marvel. Okay. Because we're going into the the secret the wars. Secret wars and all that good mm-hmm. stuff Captain and too. Yeah. and uh the father was revealed to be uh well was impersonating uh Nick Fury in the last Spider-Man movie. All right, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing be... it's probably strange. I would assume. Yeah. Um, but it also that's that's another reason why I believe that we're gonna see who the next phase villain is going to be for for I don't for think strange. it's gonna be Mephisto. I you really, don't so? really don't think it's gonna be Mephisto. I don't uh, it think it could be could be I really, Angela Harkness. I, I, I don't even think that Marvel is ready to do Mephisto. <laughs> Not even Marvel Studios. Like like when you start talking about the literal devil. <laughs> things get a little dicey there. <laughs> well, he just he just allows people to see him as the literal devil. He's not the actual devil. I mean, just... in the comics, he is he is the literal devil. He is the devil. <laughs> I mean, it's I, I'm guessing it's probably strange. It could be um doc, it could be Dr. Voodoo which I think would lead really well into Dr. Strange too. Hmm. Um, that that's less likely. I think. I don't uh, think, yeah, I don't think Marvel's going to do a Dr. Voodoo. I think that's, I think long-term they probably far. will. I think they'll probably introduce him in Dr. Strange too, but um, cause he's a big character in the comics now. He's, he's like a, in fact, he becomes the, yeah, he the becomes, Sorcerer Supreme for a while. Yeah. Um, who else? I mean, is there anybody else that we can think of? Uh, I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be Captain Marvel herself. I was thinking Tony Stark. Well, he's dead. Oh. I lose track of the timeline with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Captain Marvel, because, I mean, we have, you know, Photon. Mm hmm. We have uh, Monica Rambeau. I mean, it could be Loki. Loki is one of the strongest magic users in the universe. That's true. He just kind of pops in. He was like, oh, wrong dimension. My bad. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Mordo. I... Mordo could show up. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Because we haven't seen him since the end of Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, and his he, crusade is to destroy all magic. Right. Yeah. Is he coming back for Strange 2? I yeah, believe he is. He is. He is. 
could see uh, Morgan the Fay. Could be Bruce yep. Campbell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, nah, just like just like boom shots, Agatha. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, she bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be honestly of of everything that could possibly happen. That would be the best. Yes. <laughs> this yeah. is my boomstick. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck not? Uh, but yeah. But no, it's more most likely Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, even that, I'm not. I'm not tied to just because. I don't know. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like the thing that's going to happen. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I have no idea, really. Um, it could be Aaron Taylor Johnson, possibly. Like, well, now that she knows, like, yeah, thing that she can do, like, okay, let me just imagine my brother back to into existence. <laughs> I mean, it could be even something as crazy as like Magneto. You know what? Hmm. It's the old. So... They're just gonna <laughs> <fucking> shiny twins. Looking <laughs> into the hallway. Oh God. There was a stupid, no, it's Uncle there Joey. There was a stupid <laughs> Twitter trend earlier this week when people didn't realize that she was related to them. What? I mean, they they have like the same them. fucking last name, and she looks exactly like the twins. How did you not recognize that they're the same fucking family? No, it took me a long time to realize that they were related to, but once I like it dawned on me, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I <laughs> totally get that. <laughs> it was a good episode though i i enjoyed it yeah for sure both episodes really good yeah i yeah and then um we we after that we don't have very much longer until uh we have like what two weeks is it even two weeks until falcon and winter soldier falcon and winter soldier and i think there's a week break between the premiere yeah. and the finale so oh wow my sister and i have we've been re-watching everything to get her caught up to WandaVision. We just watched Civil War. Um, Civil War is just so good. Yeah. Just... Really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for, I mean, this whole trip has been a wild and wonderful ride, but I'm definitely ready for my good old fashioned buddy cop show. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, and like it, they're, they're bringing back um, uh, Zemo. They're bringing back, mm-hmm. uh, the other agent carter um uh sharon because she she was had a much bigger role with cap in the comics um and it sounds like there are rumblings that we might even get uh chris evans chris evans back for avengers or for uh cap captain america 4 which i would imagine would lead us up to we'll probably get one standalone cap movie with uh falcon as cap and then a setup for secret empire and i would really really like them to do secret empire because because chris evans seems to really like playing villains he's he's like that's sort of been his mo if you saw um uh I mean, spoilers. Um, knives out. Knives out. Yeah, I still haven't, but 
Oh, that's fine. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, I saw. Pretend I, like I, I didn't say that. I guess. <laughs> all good. Um, um. So yeah, maybe he had a chat with uh, Feige, and that's how they kind of lured him back. Like, wouldn't it be fun to do this? Because I could see him being like, the only way that I'm coming back is if Cap is a villain. Mm -hmm. I could see him doing that. That could be fun. Yeah. Secret Nazi Cap. (laughs) Hail Hydra. Where that little uh, pang off even further, that uh, endgame Hail Hydra whisper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we're about to hit two hours. Um god damn it (laughs) (laughs) now that we're now that we've decided we're gonna do this every week and yet we're still hitting two hour episodes (laughs) lord uh i mean it'll trim down it won't be exactly two hours but we're probably around 145 maybe at least we had a whole head wound story to talk about which (laughs) you can blame it blame it on massive head wound harry but yeah we'll try to rein these in uh and we'll get a lot more practice now that we're going to be coming at you every week uh until uh we lose until the our heat mind. death of the universe until the heat death of the universe or until wanda yeah. snaps us all away or until they stop making mcu mcu movies which which you know be the heat i think the, the heat universe. death of the universe is probably gonna come first exactly yeah uh all right guys Thank you for joining. This is, I mean, unless anybody else had anything else left to say. I got no news. We're good. We're spent. We're tapped out. Oh, hey, guess what? What? I just found out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That there's going to be an Ash vs. Evil Dead video game Mm -hmm. with... uh, Yes. uh, What's their faces? Fuck Kelly and Kelly Pablo. And Pablo, yes. From the Ash vs. Evil uh-huh. Dead show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding yes. out about that literally right this second, right about now. So this is an in-joke <laughs> between Meg and I, which has extended for several days now, because oh. me, with my gaping head wound, uh, the other night, I'm over here on one side of the couch trying to uh, frantically finish our book club book before we had book club on uh, Friday. Uh-huh. Um, and she's over here with her uh, Whorehound magazine, that she has a subscription to. And she's reading all the horror movie and horror related news. And she looks at this, she, she looks at a page and she goes, huh, and stops me from reading the book club book. Says, hey, did you hear there's a Ash versus Evil Dead game coming out? And I was like, I literally just talked to you about this the other day. Like I told <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, She's like, oh, and like Kelly and Pablo are gonna be in it. Like I literally told you this the other day. <laughs> like, oh, was I was I playing Stardew? I was like, yes, you were. <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> and then a few minutes go by, and uh, stumbles on another page. Huh? Check this out. Nick Cage in Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I have told you this multiple times. <laughs> including earlier today <laughs> oh you know what they did actually um uh joe bob season three. Oh yeah april 24th april yeah i'm super excited. oh I, I thought i read april 16th oh that's probably true okay yeah <laughs> but yeah but yes yeah excited for that they mentioned that it's uh uh gonna be a little bit different with uh the 
you know, for the sake of COVID. Although I think, uh, well, we watched the uh, the Valentine special and uh, they did the, they did Tammy and the T-Rex, which is amazing. And uh, the Love Witch. I liked that. And they brought on the writer, director, set designer, like literally one woman band for that movie. I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but they, uh, they like set up a mannequin with a TV head. So they had her <laughs> remotely interviewing like at a distance for safety, but I didn't, I didn't end up watching the second one yet, but okay. but yeah, that's what they did. They put like a TV head mannequin in a chair and they said there's going to be more Max headroom style. There's going to, yeah, there's going to be more of that in season three because they filmed all the season three during COVID. So, but I mean, it worked fine. It, it was good. Yeah, it was, it, it was great. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Okay. All right. Official now. Signing off. Signing off. Thank you for joining. This is Tony. This is Todd. This is Meg. This is Byron. Uh, don't fall while trying to go pee in the middle of the night, everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, wear a crash helmet to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I told Tony. And I killed Sparky, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go.